0: If you ever wondered what architecture is, look up and around. You are likely surrounded by it right now. It is more of a worldview, a lens with which we interpret all of our surroundings, rooms, corridors, streets, temples, furniture, parks, malls, hospitals, plazas, city squares, theatres, literally everything. From originating in the minds, it can take any shape in reality and set up a stage of our lives. To bring out some fascinating stories from the world of architecture across different corners of the globe, WorkSphere presents Archicast. I am Shweta, your host for this architectural podcast series, Archicast. In this episode of Archicast, we will be talking about vernacular architecture and we will take a tour of well-preserved earthen village, Jenny in Africa. Let's get started. Architecture is a unique part of a country's culture just like language, music, art, literature or food. The pyramids in Egypt, a temple in Japan or onion domes in Russia all convey a unique image. This is called genius loci, the spirit of a place. Every country has its own genius loci, its own uniqueness. Based on the surrounding environment and culture, human civilization developed unique building techniques. This is known as indigenous architecture. It helped to grow a bond between the people and its geographic location. It created a sense of belonging to the space. Today, modern culture and advanced building technology are quickly spreading. This has resulted in creating generic building styles across the world. There is an overall loss of identity and cultural vibrancy. In these times, there are few unique cultures with exceptional geographies who are holding on to their roots. In this episode, we are going to unfold the stories of such indigenous architectural styles. Jene in Mali Here is the very first story of the episode and it is from Africa. In the continent of Africa, there is a town of Jene in Mali region. Every year on a hot, dry afternoon in Jene, something special takes place. All the people of Jene participate in a unique annual festival, repairing of their favourite building, the mosque. From many centuries, this Sehal region of West Africa has a unique response to its climate, culture and context. With a history stretching as far back as 250 BC, this region developed impressive architecture with simple roots. The UNESCO World Heritage Site of Jene is a classic example of this architecture. It is one of the most interesting and well-preserved earthen towns. All houses are built with adobe or sun-dried earth bricks, locally known as féré and plastered with mud. Pieces of wood are commonly inserted into the walls to make the houses stronger. A typical house in Jene has two stories, a flat roof, a courtyard and very little windows. The main construction material, mud, comes from the flood plains of the river Bani at the age of town. The site is underwater after the rainy season. The earth remains muddy even after the water starts to drain. The residents of Jenne take advantage of this by using the ready-made mud for construction. The calcite-rich mud from this site makes very durable adobe or mud bricks as well as mud mortar and plaster. Due to this, the buildings remain cool even during the hottest days. The architectural style in Jenne leaves the earthen walls and roofs exposed to the rain. This is not a big issue in the semi-dry climate of central Mali. But it does mean that the exterior walls and roofs need to be replastered periodically, ideally every year. The most iconic building of Jainé is its Great Mosque. The first mosque at the site was built in the 13th century, but the current mosque was reconstructed in 1906 and 1907. Just like Jaina's other buildings, the mosque is built with adobe bricks, while the earthen roof is supported by a palm wood structure. The mosque is built on a raised platform. It protects the building in case of flooding. From the locally available palm tree called Torun, the bundles of wood are made and fixed in the wall. These bundles project out two feet from the outer wall. This helps people climb the tall walls for the annual repairs of the mosque. Every year, all the people of Jaini take an active role in the maintenance of the mosque via a unique annual festival. This includes music and food, but has the primary aim of repairing the damages of the mosque. Before the festival begins, the mud plaster is prepared in pits. It needs to be periodically stirred, a task usually falling to young boys who play in the mixture, stirring up the contents. During the festival, men climb onto the ladders made of palm wood and spray the plaster over the face of the mosque. Another group of men carries the plaster from the pits to the workers on the mosque. A race is held at the beginning of the festival to see who will be the first to deliver the plaster to the mosque. Members of Jenny Mason's Guild direct the work, while elderly members of the community, who have already took a part in the festival many times, sit in a place of honour in the market square watching the proceedings. Just like Jenny, Each traditional tribal state in Africa have its unique architectural styles and construction method. Each one is influenced and shaped by its own peculiar socio-cultural narratives. Today, a lot of indigenous methods are often associated with underdevelopment. Ironically, these structures utilise the native knowledge of how buildings can be effectively designed and how to take advantage of local materials and resources. With changing environment and resources of the region, experts believe that there is a need to promote further experimentation with local materials. Also, the knowledge and techniques of the masons need to be preserved. This way, Jene can evolve its earth architecture into the 21st century and continue being a living town with a grand heritage instead of one frozen in time. With this, I will end the episode. I hope all of you have really liked the story of Jene. An outstanding example of historic architecture. Thanks for joining on the discussion of Vernacular Architecture of Africa. This episode was written by Architect Bahar and produced by Snowville Creations India. As always, thanks for listening to Archicast.